1: <laughs> I'm a you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti.
0: And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the Way Curls. Join
1: us as we share our unique life experiences. AKA Tell All Our Business. And explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes! Hello, hello. How are you? Welcome to another episode of around the way curls with your girls <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's crackalack and sheila
1: you go first how uh, are you i'm fine
0: did i press record Nigga. i did it one moment everyone while patreon video starts to record okay okay we're recording now i'm okay
1: Good, praise the Lord.
0: I'm okay. I had a discovery that I project onto people. <laughs> I project onto <laughs> people I think are the elite.
1: Interesting.
0: I I had an experience where I went to the Gucci store. me you know, I ain't never been to no damn Gucci store. That's an
1: invitation to project now.
0: There you go. And I didn't go. I was I was with a friend and... S- some, we were at an art gallery, and someone asked them, "Are you going to the the Gucci event? They're having this event where such and such this book is being released, and it was a book um, chronicling the the I guess evolution of jewelry and hip hop and hip hop culture. That sounds mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, but it was at the Gucci store." And I was like, we don't have invitations to this. And the last thing I'm about to do is stand outside the Gucci store trying to get in. And then I forget what I, you know me, when I'm not going anywhere, I'm usually dressed like I'm not going anywhere. And I'm pretty sure, what did I have? Oh, I had on like a boiler suit. I had on like a denim boiler suit with some sneaks. And so I was just thinking to myself, I don't feel like going to the Gucci store like this. Because everybody's going to know that I don't belong in the Gucci store. Exactly. So there was my projection. And I walked in. And apparently the Gucci store here in New York, there's there's a like a, a flagship store where they have the, it's more than just a store. They have basically built this to be an event space. Mm-hmm. It's both an event space plus, you know, there's retail in there. But the first thing that you do is you walk in and there's like a, a library, a very curated library of these coffee table books that are absolutely stunning. First book I saw was, um, now I'm not even going care. What is her name? Carrie May Mayweens. Carrie. Mm-hmm. And her kitchen table series. And I wanted that for a long time and could not find it. And apparently it just was re-released again. So very typical me. The only thing, the first and only thing I've ever bought from the Gucci store is a book. (laughs) And... I looked at all the clothing and I looked around and the first thing I thought was, I can't fit anything in here. This is dumb. This is overpriced. This is stupid. I was super dismissive of it. I don't get the Gs. The Gs are ugly. That pattern (laughs) is ugly. Look at all these people in here. They just want these clothes because it's going to make them feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. and make them feel more elite than everyone else. No one's here is having real conversation. This is so... Um, industry, yada. I met one of the nicest human beings at that goddamn store. He came up to me. I don't remember his name, but he came up to me and he said, hello, how are you? With this beautiful smile and grin and energy about him. And I was like, I'm fine. And then we started talking and we started talking about who we are as human beings and wow. not what we do. See?
1: God is good. God is good. <laughs>
0: and it was such a beautiful exchange. And I felt so silly and so seen. I felt and seen by myself. Mm-hmm. I said, girl, you just came in here and just knew you knew these people and was so ready to dismiss them because you were insecure about your own shit. It had nothing to do with these people. And some Ain't people I- some people were corny, but not everybody. And that's everywhere you go. And sometimes mm. you're corny, Internet, and that was corny. Mm. So I say all that. And then there was another sister. Uh, well, she was white, but she was in there who happened to be my friend's friend. And she actually has her own deck of tarot cards and is super into them. She's not like a white What's nose ring What's the deck girl. called? I forget what the deck Damn is called, it. but it's like an animal deck. I could get it for you. I could. But she was explaining it to me and showing me the deck and my friend was telling me like no she's really into it and about this life like she's re- she spent years researching
1: did you get a reading
0: i did not get a reading she was she actually doubled as the coordinator of the event so okay. i i connected with her immediately cuz i'm like girl this is a lot to do um but it was dope it was it was i mean i don't know how dope it was there were dope people there and i realized that I shut myself off from certain things because I feel like I have my own limitations. And so I'm very comfortable in the, with within those confines. And I, and I just thought that was Ain't so corny. About, now of you
1: can't unknow it. Now, now I can't like, unknow Am I it. Am projected?
0: And this is, that's how I feel about fashion week. It's also, I it was fashion week here by the time this comes out. And I, I get these little emails from PR people to my personal email and we get them to Around the Way Curls to show up to these events. And I'm like, I have no interest in getting dressed up and sitting there and seeming seeming like I'm interested in something that I'm just not. Unless it's like a brand that I really fuck with and admire and I am personally invested in. Like I have no interest in going and rubbing shoulders and elbows with, you know, the fashion hip elite whatsoever. But what possibilities am I missing out on by not even opening myself up to that kind of conversation or that kind of experience? Yeah, that kind of
1: experience.
0: It's kind of how, and I started to reflect on the time that I spent in LA and thank God, what was the name of the space? What was the name of the neighborhood that I hung out? It was hella black though, the neighborhood that I was in in LA. It was like a historical black neighborhood. And I really liked it there. And as soon as we branched out to another spot that was very, like, industry, I just judged LA as a whole. You know, like, oh, I could never live here. I would feel so alone. There's no culture. There's no community. And it's like, no, you have to create that for yourself. You have to foster that everywhere you go. Yeah. So that was a realization on my end. So I had my little Gucci store epiphany. I'm still not going to buy Gucci because I can't afford it. And I don't even think I would if I if you could afford could. Gucci, you wouldn't buy Gucci. I don't like that pat. I hate that G. You hate it. That brown G on everything. Wow, that, that like so G with the stuff. Do you I- like
1: Louis Vuitton?
0: No, I don't like their pattern either. Nope, I'm not into well, it-,
1: it. Interesting. I mean, or coach. they have they offer far more than the Louis just Vuitton the pattern. Work. Yeah. Like yeah. They I'm have saying a whole-
0: like you know no.
1: The only thing
0: Gucci, the Gucci belt is the thing that everybody has, right? All the ladies where it's like a G and a C and it comes together and like- I guess, well, I feel like in 2010
1: they were. No, people they still, still
0: are it? wearing that, child. But oh, well, I don't know. I've just, I, you know, I'd rather go to a free people fashion show <laughs> or, a sweats, or a Nike <laughs> fashion Girl, show. Yeah. You know me, like, it's either I'm straight- <laughs> Sundress hippie, or I look like a boy. I'm not. I'm not sure where the in between is, but that was good. I also might make a trip out of the Cleo Soul concert. Yeah, I saw that is coming. I sent it to you that she's doing it in London, and it's I'm like, May, wait, 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 right? wait, wait. It's like May 25th or something yep, like that, and I yep. just feel like we like should I make I a go over there. Yeah, I doing, haven't traveled it? in a minute, and Fran was like, I'm absolutely going to this concert, and I hit her like, um we should go she's like i'm texting you she never texts me so fran if fran not you lying <laughs> fran you lied on she twitter like, and I'll screenshot i screenshot it i don't know if you still listen to this podcast but if you do i'm sure you're somewhere <laughs> laughing right now and saying "Antoinette." <laughs> so um just
1: let you no, know that's that it gonna it be hurt. amazing it salt members are guaranteed to be there But the basically be, like, a salt album
0: but how do you know which you don't even know which well, the who songs. the salt members are well, well yeah the if they do this yeah but you don't know if they were like in the recording like you don't know anything about these folks that's why it's so exciting she I never
1: brought you going i think you should do that should i spend my money on it? i think so it could be fun yeah london yeah i don't know nothing about london it's cold ready
0: y'all tell me about london somebody call in And tell me about London. Tell me all the hot spots. Y'all food is trash, but I heard that there's some places that you can you can get a good meal. But I wanna know like I hear that London's
1: Would you just go to London or would you like branch out, go to like Amsterdam or I don't know. Would you like travel around?
0: That's an idea. Germany. I feel like you know me though. I like to go places where my American dollar takes me further than (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm cheap in that way when I travel.
1: I, w- I would love to go to Amsterdam. I would love to go to Amsterdam for the thrifting. Every single person that I've seen that's gone to Amsterdam, the pictures of the things that they get is just mm. like a wet dream.
0: Amsterdam is on the list. Yeah. I still just have so many places that I want to go to on the continent and in South America and in... um. Asia I don't know why I really want to go to Ireland for some reason random oh, I but I just think Ireland is beautiful yeah you might anyway. find you
1: a nice ginger girl finished Game of Thrones and the way I have a crush on um what's the name <laughs> Tormund I love me Tormund I Tormund. love him I love his face what a beautiful face he has
0: but actually are you finished go right ahead queen
1: Who I really love um, is my Spotify, Discover Weekly. I don't know if you guys remember. Shout out to the OOOG listeners. But Jolie hacked my (laughs) Spotify and ruined it for many. It took me a really long time to get it back to it generating music that I like. I thought other
0: people hacked it.
1: Well, no, it was Jolie and then it was the, the... um, we use my Spotify for the store, so I had oh. all of my employees' tastes mix into that. Which a lot, a lot of them had really great taste, but it still wasn't like mm-hmm, curated for you. This is my soulmate. This do you, you don't listen to your Discover Weekly?
0: I do, but my Discover Weekly is weird because the music that I listen to has such a vast range. It's like I know it's it's very strange. It's like Taking me to like in Washington and then going
1: to like oh I love it Afrobeat it's, it. it's my soulmate I love it it I'm excited every Monday some Mondays it's terrible and I hate it and I'm like well, you don't know me at all and then <laughs> but this week I was like this artist
0: like, though that you have written here I've shared with you multiple times. <laughs>
1: i had real i've heard her stuff before she's not new to me i've played but it her genre you. this genre i follow somebody else's playlist i forgot her name but it played her most recent album on there and i listened to her shit before and in the past i didn't like the electronic kind of r&b sound i was like say the artist i don't know how to say her name i think it's right kalila yeah kalila um she's dope I she's prolific too like i went she's back a, and i saw her catalog she has a lot of songs
0: yeah. she's got a fire ass song too with k trinata she yes that oh, i
1: love that, that song but her so other dope. songs are a little bit more out there
0: she's wildly sexy have you ever seen her like yes. before? oh my god Yes,
1: she's beautiful and um but I've also tapped into this, like, once I listen to her, then it ta- feeds me all of the other different mm-hmm. artists that have this sim- similar sound. And I haven't figured out how to describe it, but it's like R&B, but, like, electronic. It's not as boppy as Kei It's a little Mm-mm. bit more...
0: It's, like, sensual electronic, right? It's, like, a... I don't know. Yeah, There's, like, I don't a know. flow, I think it has a also- lot of
1: UK influence, to be completely honest, because when i was listening to how i i may destroy you soundtrack she had a lot of songs like that i feel like it's a uk thing i don't know but listen it also introduced me to a bunch of queer rappers like mm-hmm. and i was just enjoying it very much and um queer male rappers i guess they i don't know what they identify but they were going off child and um that's been my life and i've really been ex- loving it i don't know she's, what that means she's considered
0: me. alternative r&b
1: i guess
0: that's what she's classified herself as boxes more boxes she's solange is a big fan of hers it's like that type of and
1: vibe. they the thing about her is that they sound similar you know how solange voice they both have this thing about their voice that is similar it's like that a th-
0: sweet voice it's not a powerhouse voice
1: she has a really she has a stronger voice than Solange, but it's it's almost uh, it doesn't change. There's something kind of monotone about it too that is interesting, but I can't listen to it for too long, like an hour or two. And then I'm like, all right, I gotta turn you off, girl, cause you've been saying the same key for the past seven songs. But it's been fun. Check her out. Um, and shout out to Spotify. I recommend you guys to go listen to your Spotify weekly. That is just Chef's Kiss. Who else are you
0: listening to right now? I need something new because Renaissance still got me in a fucking chokehold.
1: Choke who else am I listening
0: to? Hold, like it's bad that. over here. That's all I'm listening to. I need to go back to Salt.
1: Salt is great. Who who do I have on my? Uh...
0: I need something that like will get me going a little bit, but doesn't have to be as hype as Renaissance.
1: Well, you should I listen to Bam- that's what it is. I'll send it to you. Bambi's track IDs. That's what I've been listening to. I haven't been listening to hype stuff. I've been listening to Nick Hakim because that's my boo. Um, uh, mm. yeah, nothing, nothing right. new, mm. really. She's. A okay, I feel team.
0: like R and B is lacking for me right now, but I also am old, so I don't know the new R and B kids as much. Scissor. I'm not into it. I'm sorry. I'm not
1: into it. You don't like any of the songs from it. I can listen to the first three songs and like, I really like them. I really like Kill Bill. I like SOS. And I like Decided. That that
0: type of like, um, I get that the flow is dope, but it doesn't move me. It doesn't Mm. make me feel things. Mm. Like I miss... um, you know how everything's going? Like people are revisiting old songs and remixing them for their reels and TikTok and stuff. Uh-huh. That what is that Miguel song? Those angel eyes. What is it? You know what I'm talking about? You used it for the book that I bought from Sable. Is that, that Miguel? Reel. That's Miguel, girl. Yes, from I his, love that from a song. Very that, old that remix.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those innocent <laughs> eyes. Yeah, I love that song.
0: Oh my god! And it like, was just. It was just an interlude, but I miss like I I can deal with that. I like that a lot. I I miss that kind of melodic music, but I miss like a Miguel or who else? I don't know that that this like flow rap R and B is cool. I but I don't want it doesn't move me. I miss like a hook and you know a bridge.
1: Yeah. I, hear I, I
0: miss that a lot so i find myself going back to that and then just being really unaffected by what what's existing right now but if y'all have any artists please help and send them my way uh, apparently there's some girl coco something now she can sing i've been seeing her yeah. online you've been uh, seeing little, her cute little brown skin girl yes she yeah. can sing too i don't know her name i'm just old i'll listen to her but anyway y'all We are here with another episode of Around the Way Curls. The last couple of weeks, we've been heavy. We've been heavy. We're going to lighten it up. We're going to lighten it up. Because we need that. We also realized um, that we have so many voicemails. And we want to get to these voicemails. And so this is going to be, I feel like every so often we do episodes like this where we just dig into voicemails. And they range. So just. Go along with the fucking flow with us. But I do want to shout out all the listeners who listened last week when we were talking about some of the feedback that we have received. And it honestly, looking back, I I think I was I don't know why that bothered me so much. I was just so upset. But that feedback is so um, minuscule in comparison to the amount of love that we get. You ain't going to be able to please everybody, but I just want to shout out all the folks that called and just wanted to offer
1: love and light. I also don't think the people that left, I didn't hear. I guess I did hear the exact voicemail. I don't think she was coming from a hateful place. Oh no. I think she It was, I think that, and I don't no, and And I wasn't only like referring that.
0: to that voicemail oh, in cool. terms of when I was talking about yeah. feedback, this has been cumulative. Um, but I just want to shout out, folks, for that. People so, were mad.
1: But Khadijah, Khadijah did you was hear her voicemail? Khadijah, no, but she. I know Khadijah. Khadijah texted me. Oh, you me like, know Tell her? internet
0: that I said. And I was like, okay. Wait, <laughs> I, said, I then I'm gonna play her voicemail. I'll play her voicemail at the end. If you know her, let me Khadijah, tell you something, y'all. This Khadijah girl will don't fight play. You. Yeah. if. Listen, I was not impressed with the Super Bowl ads. But if, if there was ever a Super Bowl ad I needed, it would be this. This is the energy I want from my peoples for the rest of my life. Khadija is ready. Shout out to Khadijah. You know who you are. Because when I heard that voicemail, it just kept, it was escalating. And I said, <laughs> oh, girl, she started. And I feel like she wrote down what she was going to say. Because unless she just speaks that well. And it was coming off the dome. I can't wait for you to hear it since you know her. That's hilarious. I wasn't going to play it, but now I'm going to find it and play it. But um, in the meantime, in between time, we want to thank all the folks that support us on Patreon. Forgive me, I do not have a full list this week. We'll come back with that list next week of all the new patrons. But if you want to see our beautiful <laughs> raggedy... Oh, oh I'm sorry. my God. I'm still, um, I think you have a piece of... Tissue that just fell from your chin to to your lap. It's getting tricky over here. Well, I was gonna say if you want to see our beautiful faces, feel free to join Patreon for as little as five dollars a month. You can watch these episodes or as much
1: as ten if you feel generous. Now, I think we should leave with ten from now and see what happens.
0: Okay, Netflix prices, but <laughs> Netflix if you want to do that, then you go ahead and do that. But Um, what we would ask, since we see the numbers going up, we see folks, um, new folks coming on over, shout out to you. You know who you are. Please rate and subscribe. Please, please rate and subscribe. That is one of the best things that you could do for a podcast is to give your little rating. It takes about two seconds on Apple and yeah, tell a friend, thank you for being here. We so appreciate it. And yeah, let's, Let's pay some bills. Let's take a break. And then we will come back and we will get into our listener voicemails. You want to sing, Shorty?
1: After these messages, we'll be right back.
0: Boop. And we are back. So first voicemail up.
2: Hey, Internet. Hey, Shanti. So I'm never in my wildest days, so I will be calling and leaving a voicemail. But here I am just because the last objective is it, it got me killed. It got me. So, I want to, it was from your conversation about your friend and what she should do with the relationship and being in love with someone who is not available. I want to say, like, my little tidbit, but from two perspectives, because I am a married woman, however, I also am just a woman in general, and I've been single, so I understand, but I would just Encourage your friend to also think of the karmic load of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like she gotta, you gotta bear the heavy of the crown, honey. So you know if she does that to another person, thinking about what this what this would imply to their relationship. Also thinking about is this just a character flaw? Does this man just make bonds with people all the time and then just? Up and leave them. Is this just something that shows us how he is as a person? I don't know. That's where I go with it. But I also just think if this is this spiritual love that she's talking about, I don't, I don't know if God would send, you know, someone who else who made another covenant with another person to you. I just, I feel like since you got to read the the fine lines, I don't, I don't know, and I'm saying this because I would want, you know, good juju for her too, because, you know, I'm, I think of the old school thing, like, how you get them is how you leave them, child, so, you know, being weary, like, is this just a character thing for this person, so, I'm saying that from that perspective, so, married person, I just think of the literal covenant that you take before God, you know, as you get married, and then, also, just like, do I want that bad juju? And I'm also a therapist. so But I am a therapist, and I think if I was, if she was on my couch, I would also just be curious of, like, is this also a pattern for her to kind of enmesh in these certain boundaries and kind of be in these sticky places? I just wonder if she's doing herself a, a disservice by having so much enmeshed boundaries where she doesn't wound up getting her needs met, you know, in certain situations. Because who knows if he can't be there for her? Like, are you doing yourself overall a disservice by putting yourself in a situation where you know someone may never be able to show up for you in a particular way? So, that's my thoughts, y'all. I just wanted—I'm driving too, but I just wanted to say that I'm also from three, too. So, hey, y'all! But um, thanks, guys.
1: Philly, (laughs) Philly thoughts I think she was spitting hot fire Mm -hmm. Um, I think those are good questions in terms of for your friend to sit with and ask herself and again figure out what her um, whatever her entanglement may be in this Mm -hmm. process and why um, why it's why they are entangled. Um, I think those were just great questions, great questions and offer a lot of, um, if answered and taken seriously, can really help explore the situation.
0: Yeah, I agree. Especially the last bit around, is this a pattern for her? You know, is this something where, in her world, does she often find herself in these situations where she doesn't get her needs met? And I'm going to ask her that because knowing her, I'm like, oh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. But um, I will say that she sat with this episode um, and I had her permission to talk about it. So I, I want to make that really clear. But she sat with the episode and she, she, she heard it and she was just like, you know, it was helpful for her, but she did say she was curious to know if there was going to be feedback provided and what people were going to say. So hopefully this helps, Shorty. to you know who you are. You are loved. Um, but thank you for that. And I think those are great questions that we can always ask ourselves when it comes to any pattern. Uh-huh. Like, is how does this, sh- yeah. what is this pattern and why? Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Shout out to the therapist calling or whatever for Philly. Um, speaking of therapy, this this next one, um, we might all need it after this because this is for all the confused biracials. Ready?
3: Hello, hello.
4: Oh, man. Um, first, I'd like to say that I have only been listening to you guys for a little bit, um, a little bit, deep. maybe one are you ladies? maybe um, one
3: or two months,
4: and uh, yeah, I've liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it um, Second, kind of to go off of maybe a episode I had heard about a little bit earlier about talking about kind of like your spirituality and your ancestry, and I am a biracial woman and for me, like, when I lean into my ancestry, right, it's me only seeing that African side of me. Like, when I think of my ancestors, I think of a woman, I think of dark-skinned, and um that's who I kind of lean into as far as, like, um, guide me. You know, it's only... Yeah, it's only that African, my African ancestors. And um, I don't know if I necessarily, yeah, I would say I lose sight of that other part of me, right? That Caucasian side, that white side of me. Um, I don't think about that side of me. I don't, not necessarily that I, it may be that I dismiss it and maybe it's because we are where we are right now and I have this Mm. for lack of time to think of how I want to say it correctly like I have this definitely negative negative image of those ancestors before me on the Western Europe or that European side of me and I wonder uh, with me trying to find my like my truth right do I how is it fair for me to dismiss that side of me and only lean in towards another side and mind you okay if they've got a look, if, if I look at my 23 and me, right, I'm going one to my African side, then I'm seeing a little bit of indigenous. I'm seeing a little bit of Asian. There's nothing that I'm taking from that European side,
0: that German side. So she does end up getting cut off and she calls back and she elaborates on, she hates the thought of thinking about, you know, pos- Nazis possibly being a part of her ancestry Um, and she's just like, she has a really hard time leaning into, you know, you can tell she's working it out on the voicemail, but she's having a hard time leaning in to her ancestry that is not associated with black and brown folks in the diaspora. Um, Which for me, (laughs) I don't know how you feel but for me um you know both of our mothers are white i this was very eye opening for me i don't think about that either um the the don't only think about what i don't think about my white ancestors either mostly because i i don't feel connected to them the only person i feel connected to is my grandmother who has passed who i know i have i have a deep love for, and who's, we had a beautiful relationship who I know is still here. I talk about the cards, you know, the, the, re, the guide cards that I have that, you know, I associate with her. Um, but there wasn't deep spirituality and his, there wasn't deep spirituality that I felt within my white family and in that space. And there also wasn't a whole lot of history shared you know, my grandmother got married very young. She was 16. She was German. My grandfather was Italian. If you ask my mom what she is, she'll say Italian. There is no German side. And then she said, oh, yeah, my mother, my mom was German too. But, But I don't, they don't even know where their people are from in Italy. You know, like they're very much American, Pittsburgh kind of bred white folks. And so... That doesn't really allow me to feel deeply rooted in anything. But I also haven't really um, explored the shame associated with that, if at all. I'm sure it's in there where there's a block, block up. There's blockages when it comes to when I'm reaching out to ancestors or offering thanks to ancestors that they're not considered as well. And it could be because of, I'm sure it is, because of their violent history. (laughs) Um, And I don't feel like it needs to be exalted because whiteness is always so exalted and that's not who I want to call on. And I guess after listening to that voicemail, it made me think like, is that right? I don't know. What about you?
1: Um, I think, Initially I felt the same way and I had a priestess say that that's not really how it works. They have, you know, you can be all black and be raped by your father or have not know your parents or not know, be adopted and have no contact with your, um, your direct bloodline and their history. And I think it is a, I think it's a very human desire to want to, practice your veneration with people that you have a relationship with or like you feel safe with and I think that's really natural and that's why a lot of people say you know if you're if you're really going to do like ancestral veneration which is a whole spiritual process depending on what tradition you're practicing there's Hindu practicing of that there's native indigenous folks there's African there's like you know there's uh, so many ways and I think it's really human for us to look to the past to be grateful to the past to ask for help from our past as well I think um I think with that human desire is a lot of limitation in a lot of ways once you once our ancestors transcend their bodies I think it's like the rules or the ideas or the, I, I i just think it transcends what we think and expect here. And if you're doing ancestor work in a spiritual capacity, you kind of have to have faith and hope that what's on the other side transcends all of the laws and ideas and ethics here in a particular way and also understand that it's a spiritual thing and yes we we're having a, a, we're spiritual bodies in our physical we're spiritual beings and physical bodies but when you pass over some you transcend your material body so i don't know i don't know i think that's something i think think the whole point of it is to create deep relationship and to have reverence, which is one thing. And then it goes into like this deep, intimate relationship that you have with your ancestors. And if you want to have that deep relationship with your grandmother, who's dark skin and like, you know what she liked and you know um, what she ate and you're like trying to do an altar for her, then I think you should go that route. But those people, your white ancestors, they made you. their history made you. Their stories made you. Their impact is real and is significant. And you may not have to have um, warm feelings, but I think there is still a level of respect and acknowledgement that they're owed. And what if you
0: don't res- what if you know that I don't know, just for shits and giggles, what if you know that they were? rooted in stuff that we would call evil stuff that we are not in alignment
1: with what if you don't maybe you don't have to have them on your altar maybe that's not who you're calling on like maybe when you're doing libations or whatever that's not who you're calling on right but to think that you're disconnected from them spiritually is not to me doesn't feel possible oh yeah no and Maybe respect isn't the right word. Maybe reverence isn't the right word. But I think mostly what you, what hopefully you're looking to seek and create is a, is a relationship with your ancestors. And that's really intimate and takes time and um, eventually kind of like usurps rituals and like, um yeah, it it kind of you know when you're really close with somebody, it's it it's it's it goes beyond just like you're just making an offering because you're like trying to build this relationship, if it makes sense, and doing it through African practices again is not the only way right. to respect your af- your ancestors. I think again because of this big resurgence of like Yamaya and all of this, mm-hmm. you know, in pop culture. And when we talk about ancestors, we're like, we have to follow it through sp- specific African traditions. And you, and you don't, you don't have to, you can, but you don't have to. And that's where I think I got fucked up. Cause I was like, it's an African tradition, but I'm gonna have my, my white English mom, grandma there. Like, does that, does that, is that okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And talk to some, and if, if that is a real concern and that's the way that you want to practice, you should really reach out to that, um, spiritual community and ask for guidance and like, how do I do this properly? If I don't feel any connection and I actually have a lot of pain there, you'll be guided and helped through it. So
0: I think there's, I think you can say that too, at your altar. I think you can tell them that.
1: It's a relationship that you're building. You should tell them that. And this is a relationship that you're building. It's not just a protocol, so to speak. And you can say, this is right, this is wrong.
0: Yeah, you can also say like, I am, I am, this, this iteration of me is breaking this curse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, how powerful would that be to say that
0: in front of their presence? Yeah, Like you weren't, nobody's all bad for the most part. You know, but it's the same way when you face your parents, you know, and you have to tell them, like, these are the things that I'm unlearning from you. I still love you. I'm still of you. But yeah, so there's a reckoning for, that yep, takes place. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was a really great. um When I heard that voicemail, I was like, whoa, great, 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 um, great, great. I th- it wasn't even a question, it's just like a working through. She was working yeah. it through out on that call. Yeah, thanks so for sharing that. Thank you for sharing, sis. Alright. So Barbara Angst. Yeah. Next up.
5: Hi, Shanti and
4: Antoinette. This is Jamila, new ish listener, um, first time caller. I just listened to the episode two thirty four, You're Projecting On Me, and that's fucked up. <laughs> and I wanted to expound on Antoinette's statement that awareness is a privilege and i know shanti that didn't resonate with you when she mentioned it and you guys are both speaking truth that awareness is the first step in growth and then also awareness is a privilege and i wanted to expound on that and hopefully allow that to resonate a little bit better with shanti um awareness requires reflection and reflection occurs in spaces of safety and peace and so if you're in a traumatic experience or situation Taking the time to reflect on your experience could kill you, literally. Um, A lot of times when we're in traumatic situations, we dissociate, and that is our adaptive tool to keep ourselves alive. And if we are dissociating or not needing to attach to it as a means to survive it, then there is no space of safety to reflect on our experience and thus become aware. Um, It's similar to how I describe to my patients. um, I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. When they talk about their emotionally unavailable, usually parents or elders, and I talk to them about their experiences and how their experiences were so traumatic that to literally stop and experience and reflect on your experience could have gotten them killed. And so that is a lot of what gets internalized and what gets oftentimes unfortunately passed down is this idea and understanding that there is no value in reflecting on your feelings and it could also be dangerous to take the space to reflect um, depending on your current environment and so yes awareness is the first step in growth and to take the space to become aware there has to be some peace and some safety to allow you to reflect and so that's it um I'm not sure. I've never called before, so hopefully I don't get cut off. Um, I think it would let me know. (laughs) So thank
1: you. Beautiful explanation. Wonderful. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah. Agreed. 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 Um, Yeah. I think uh, it's always dope to have people who are smarter than you call and explain things better (sighs) than you could. Shout out to the clinical psychologists and folk who are listening to this podcast. We need you. (laughs) We are a community. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Thank you. That was it. Yes. There you go. All right. Moving right along. Here we are. Hi, it's Tashay again. I'm actually calling this time
4: with a request. I would love if y'all could um, talk about or maybe bring someone on the show who's like practicing non-monogamy um, and dating someone who is ethically non-monogamous for the first time in my life, and it's been bringing up a ton of shit, um, both good and, you know, not so good. So I would just be curious to hear y'all talk about that and kind of explore that Um because I've been thinking about it a lot, and I feel like a lot of people are kind of on that lifestyle shift and journey right now. Um And my other life update is I called a few months ago because I got a breast reduction, um, and I'm here to report that I cannot feel my nipples Ugh. yet, yet, yet. I had sex the other day, and he licked my nipples, and I couldn't fucking feel them. So... I, I know it will come back. It's a long journey. It's a, it's a healing it's a, it's a long healing journey, but God damn. God damn. So I'm I'm figuring that out.
1: But anyway, thank you. Love you. Bye. Girl, Let me tell you something. I'm so sorry to hear that. That is just oh, oh that's such wrong. A loss.
0: That is wrong. Let me tell you something. If I would rather have this back neck pain that I have for the rest of my life, before I that nipple sensation is taken away
1: because we listen,
0: I let me not tell my business. on here. It's but connected
1: to the Yoni, as my mom would say, it is, it gets the baby well, in can get the baby out. If you even touch your nipples while you're in labor, it helps you with your contractions and for your cervix. Is that to truth? Open. Yes.
0: I believe it. Listen, I, as a woman who I this is not news, struggles with orgasm. That nipple stimulation really, if it, it, done right, can can almost get me there. So it's like, oh, I can't even imagine. I pray that that comes back for you. Um, in other news, we are going to, listen, we are going to have somebody on. We did have someone on previously, but that was back when our audio was trash. <laughs> um, so I don't even know if I would say go back and listen to that.
1: I would love to get a man's, I would love to get another.
0: Dar. Movie. Dara's gonna come on and talk about it. I mean, a woman it.
1: and a man's and with better audio and us also having better language. Oh, so it you'd too.
0: like two folks?
1: Not together, separately. But separately. Yes. Okay, yeah, we should just ask Christina to come back. To come back on. She's like, I ain't come back on your again.
0: I don't know. She'll be like, y'all, y'all were dumb. <laughs> you didn't even. I'll be like, Christina, we've grown. <laughs> Years have passed. We've done more research. We're better it's interviewers. Like you still haven't now. read the
1: books that I recommended? Nah.
0: I know. Nah. You'll be like, oh no, but we. We read clips online before this interview. I want to ask you all about it. (laughs) Anyway, um, yes, I can't wait for the conversation. Um, That's just a scheduling thing. So we're going to get him over here to chit chat and hopefully get Christina back. Or if you know of anybody um, that you recommend, please send them our way and and we can have these conversations. All right. Next up.
6: Peace, peace. Uh, This is Brother Mar, Brother Jamar. Uh just finished listening to episode 237. I got to say massive job as usual. Um I just wanted to call and just say hey to the community, right? I think we're forgetting one word, and this is in reference to how you guys started it off. I think we're forgetting the word grace, right? What what you guys are doing is, is a is a really hard job <clears throat> in terms of Remembering information, names, places, so forth and so on, and then, um, dispersing it out to the community. So, I think we should just kind of just relax. <laughs> Everybody take a breath. If, you know, if they forget a name or two, like, it's alright. We, we're gonna survive. You got Google, and, you know, you can get the context. They explain their points very well. Just, just take it easy. Take it easy on them. It's, it's um, it's a very difficult job for anyone who, has had a lot on their plate, you know how difficult it is to do something like this. And if you don't, try and make a podcast for yourself and you'll see the amount of work that goes into it. Um Moving on to just some other things. I'm not a huge Beyonce fan of the music per se, but, man, I got to say, man, they they're really... They're really... Testing our patience, because Lemonade, for me, was, like, that was it. That was a great album. Visual not included, but, like, even that was great. But just the music alone, that was great. That should have definitely won. I only listened to about half of uh, Renaissance, but that was fabulous. I wouldn't have been mad if Kendrick won that, but, mm. I mean, you know, it's beat. It's beat. She should have won. Um my final thing—I'm trying to blow through this fast. I hate getting cut off. My <laughs> final thing is in terms of the hip-hop thing. I have to watch it, but I just want to—I just want to talk briefly about what you said about the skill set and the showmanship. I tell people this all the time. This is no hate. This is no knock on um, the the newer generations that come up. I'm born '83, right? So yeah, I'm aging myself. I don't care. So I grew up on, I was young when Biggie and Pac was alive. I was young when they died. My heyday. I grew up on X, Hove in his prime, Nas in his second prime, Snoop Dogg, Outkast, 3-6, like all these people that really misty, buster, that know how to perform. You can tell there's a significant drop off in not just the skill level in terms of songwriting,
0: he got cut off. I'm gonna keep playing it. He going on and on though. You can hear in his voice, he's not
6: playing. And I'm back. <laughs> this is Brother Jamal. See, every time I start talking about hip hop, I can just talk for hours and hours. Sure. Anyway, I'm gonna keep it brief. Briefer. He did. Basically, <laughs> hip hop as a culture right now is under attack in terms of the fundamentals. Where the breakdancers, where the B boys and B girls, where the graffiti where the street um, graffiti artists. We have the entrepreneurship sold up. I'm talking about pillars of hip hop. You have to look it up, look up K R S he talks you know, a lot about this. But in terms of the songwriting, the MC ability, the ability to rock a crowd, I would love for you to like touch on it and just kinda of, kind of um pontificate and reason, you know, as a the artist would say, you have to reason it. Why is the skill level decreasing? Is it because of the microwave-type music? We can go back to ringtone music, the ringtone era, where there's not really a chance to really showcase your MC ability. Has it just been made worse by TikTok? Or is TikTok the cause of it? Because you only need about 15 seconds to blow up. But that 15 seconds doesn't usually translate into actual crowd participation. The call on the spot for the MC is gone the ability to move the crowd is gone. Because the songs are just not that good. It's a little catchy, a little hook. Every once in a while you get a glow rilla that will that will come with that that energy, that call and response. But what else? Where are the bars at? Where are the real hooks at? So, you know, again, um the younger generation, no knock, no hate. But I I wish that they would go back and really Study the grace like hell. Just even study the performance of the little clips that I saw, and all the other little clips. See what these older cats is doing. It's, you know the difference is 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 it's, it's crazy. But anyway, um, love you guys. Love and lights. Um, one up.
1: Oh, you
0: could tell, bro- you could hear in Brother Mars' voice that he's a hip hop hit. You could just hear it, like. Listen, first of all, you not listening to all the Renaissance is kind of unforgivable, but we're going to look past <laughs> that. Um, A couple things. I think I couldn't agree more when it comes to the conversation around hip hop and the performance aspect. I don't pretend to be someone who really knows all the history of hip hop whatsoever. I know that I was arguing about this today, actually. Who posted this shit? They, in my comments, argue with me right the fuck now. And I don't care. I'm going to just keep ignoring it. Who is this? Um, Mark Lamont. Always are you Mark arguing Lamont. with Mark
1: Lamont? I'm not, I'm not arguing with Mark Lamont. <laughs> Girl, Hill. you are fancy as fuck. <laughs> I'm not mar-
0: no, I was not. arguing
1: with-
0: <laughs> I'm not arguing with him. It's his post. Um, But anyway, Billboard slash Vibe, I guess in collaboration with Vibe, posted the top 50 greatest rappers. And my comment, you know, they the top, let me just give you the top ten they have. Jay-Z, Kendrick, Nas, Tupac, Eminem, Biggie. Biggie is under Eminem, Lil Wayne, Drake, Snoop Dogg, Nicki Minaj. So I responded was like black thought is so disrespectful. I'm so sorry. I
1: apologize.
0: I, I re- Fine. I responded. It was like, black thought is so disrespected. Also unpopular opinion. Nas is too high and Beanie Siegel might be- deserve to be on his list. Now listen here, not top 10 at all for beans, but top 50. Yes. Listen, my hip hop shit goes back to like, Jay is the goat based off of his, all, all of what he has given us based off of his catalog, his lyric ability, whatever. I I don't know all the ins and outs. What I know for me, when it comes to rocking a crowd, that's where Brother Mar and I hit it here now. That's why I'm so proud of Armani White.
1: Oh, because good. Because when that's, he gets yeah. in
0: front of folks, yeah. mm-hmm. even whether it, and what translates on screen translates in person. He really works on his show. He is a showman, and. um and he understands the value of the crowd, of the audience, of that call and response. It's an exchange of energy. I will never forget seeing Busta Rhymes, DMX. Like I, I saw these people live and was like, "What?" Busta, I will never forget how he shut down Powerhouse one year in Philly, and I was like, "I've never seen no shit like this in my life," where it was the the entire arena was shaking. It it was absurd how skilled. He was at his show. You look at Missy and you don't even need all the dancers and stuff. DMX wasn't up there dancing, but it was an exchange. It was an honest exchange. Look at Kendrick. Kendrick has that, you know, like Kendrick is doing that. Um, And even Jay, like Jay doesn't, Jay talks about the Hard Knock Life tour. Or was it the Hard Knock Life tour? What tour was that? The DMX and him were on. When DMX starts, and he's like, DMX is just growling. A rough Riders. St-
1: was he on the Rough Rider when he was on Rough Riders? I
0: don't know. I don't remember what tour it was. But he talks about how DMX was growling.
1: Um, DMX is just. Behind
0: the stage. And, he's, and then he's out, and people are losing their fucking minds. He goes out there. He performs. Then in the middle of the show, he takes his shirt off. So now the ladies are going crazy like, ah. And then by the end of it, he's fucking crying. And praying with the audience. No, he, he's he's.
1: It's, a, it's like what he's yeah, not to be fucked with.
0: No, and then Jay Z was like, and then I'm you know I have to close the show. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a hard knock life for us. He's like, what? How many fucking shows of this do we have that I got to come out after this dude? And he was like, from there on out, he understood. Like, oh, there's a th- this is deeper than what I'm doing. Yeah i feel you i feel you brother Mark. but
1: i think we're also older i think that we have what huh oh that's blue um oh
0: you can hear blue everyone my cat is is eating in her feeder that's my voice on her feeder letting her know it's time to eat go ahead
1: i think that there's still possibility um of young rappers that we just don't necessarily have our finger on the pulse and we think that all these little littles are like the the only only people out here here when it's really not true i mean i think about baby keem who is the cousin to kendrick Mm -hmm. i think about isaiah rashad i think about i can't believe i'm blanking on his name but i fucking love him um he's he little yachty
0: Remember when you called him? First little, of all, I'm you pro- I
1: feel like little Yaki. I feel like <laughs> little Yaki is showing the potential thing. or the, the flex of artistry that some of these kids that we're dismissing is just like tattooed and, you know, you know, are, are, are actually spreading their wings and doing shit, doing weird shit and doing new stuff. And I'm not mad at them. I don't know if we're ever going to return to that hip hop era. But I don't think it's all dead. I think capitalism has fucked it all up. The the money grab, surprise the labels. Surprise. We blame the, capitalism. The, for real, I think it's really <laughs> just you know made cookie cutter rappers. Where again, like the history, the artistry, the um, passion. Ja Ru was
0: making ringtone music, but he was still performing his ass off.
1: <laughs> he was
0: still performing I, listen, his ass off. Ja Ja was out here running yeah from side to side on that stage, sweating.
1: I think there's hope. I really do think that there's hope and um, it's just may not, it just may not be. We're just at that age. Y'all, y-
2: y'all don't, y'all
1: back in my day, the performers, <laughs> my mom, my, my mom is appalled when she sees Jay-Z. She can't stand to my dad. When he sees, I can't understand them. They just up there walking around. They're not performing. I, I feel like the expectation and the, yeah, our yeah, our expectation of performance is always changing.
0: Jay zs another level though, because his wordplay and flow is but my but stupid. for my mom
1: and my dad, heard the Chimchations and Michael Jackson niggas was like right. singing, dancing, and like she's like, "What is this? This is complete. I, this is mayhem. This is lower chakra."
0: <laughs> I really don't understand what these kids saying now. My teeth gonna kill me with all this background. I, it's nothing I could do. I live in the ghetto. All right, um. <laughs> Next up, next up. Thank you for that, Brother
3: Mar. (laughs) When he comes with the peace, peace, you know what the fuck it is. I got my morning voice on, so it's going to sound a little sensual, but this ain't that type of party right now. I'm the mystery friend that hooked up internet (laughs) with the um, guy that works in politics that don't know how to respond to text messages. I just have to say, I really feel like Okay, I introduced you two. I thought it would be a good idea to introduce you two because the man talks too much. Maybe not too much, but he talked a lot, and I figured you two would have a great time talking. I think part of the issue is that we are so connected to our phones, and then there's such a, uh expectation that comes with Responses via text or you know just how you show up on the internet or show up in somebody's inbox that there's like a disconnect mm-hmm. with the receiver and the person that is um sending the message, and I too found out that he was not a texter. <laughs> um or good with communication via uh text messaging or via the phone but in person the man would was was Webster's dictionary he was encyclopedias all the volumes um, so I'm like okay this could be this could make for interesting conversation i thought maybe i didn't know that you know, maybe it'd be a phone conversation or like, let's link up and talk in person. But maybe that, you know, didn't happen or I don't know how you go about your dating process. And, but, um, yeah, I thought it was more opportunity there, but I think that the phone, texting, you know, texting in particular, it just gets a bad rep for I think everybody, you know, the green bubbles. You know, you already place judgment. Yes, I'm judging you for placing judgment <laughs> on Green Bubbles and everybody out there that places judgment on Green Bubbles. But it's part of the issue, is what I'm saying, <laughs> of like the expectation, the already preconceived notion that we put on a conversation or on people just via text message, um, because there's so much you can misconstrue in a text, you know, tone or you know intention and all the things but i also say all this to say you know fuck that nigga i can't i can't i cannot with you you know who you are i
1: cannot with you (laughs) my favorite word from her mouth is okay okay The way she says
0: that let me clarify sir, real fast i was playing about the green bubbles that's a ha, ha green bubbles ha, no ha. y'all apple everybody judges green bubbles it. it's a joke listen i don't expect people to respond to me right away girlfriend i really don't but when i don't hear from you for a week and a half after you reached out to me asking me about my day and I responded and asked you about yours. And then you pick the conversation back up. Like it wasn't a week and a half later and you respond about how your day was get off my phone, sir. I'm st- listen, I-, I hear you. And I understand how well, we show up in good, text messages. Yeah. This it is, is weird, good, yeah. but that's weird. Yo, just at think- least acknowledge like, Oh my bad. I didn't even see this. And then c- c- continue. Like, to just pick it back up is strange. It no? might not
1: be strange to him. I I think it's well. Really, it is. To it's me. a curious. It's a curious exploration <laughs> to see what happens if rather than text, you just you just meet somebody. You like I, I, you text them to be like, let's right. meet. And then what happens did, when y'all meet? I did.
0: I did. I did. I tried to get rid well, of this, all the text. Fuck this
1: nigga. We already just said. I we know, did but but cellulet. I just <laughs> want to be clear. I tried to get
0: rid of all the texting. I've never even met the man, and I was like. All right, what does your weekend look like? Do you want to get some tea or something? Like, do you want to link? And he was like, "Oh, you know, I'll let you know." Kind of thing. Like, "Oh yeah, let me let me figure out what's going I got on." Got wife day. and three kids, man. Thank you. And then hit me up a week later to talk about yo. Oh oh <laughs> oh, oh, oh oh oh. wife and three kids. No sir. Go 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 away from me, please. But girl, you're funny, and I appreciate it. And I appreciate the shade around you saying that he talked too much, and that the first person that came to mind was me. And then I no. would enjoy that. <laughs> I heard I heard the shade and I and I receive it. <laughs> I receive it, girlfriend. <laughs> that was hilarious. You ain't hear that? I said, Oh she said he was Webster's Dix- dictionary, encyclopedia, all the all the, all the volumes. She all the said, volumes. That means
1: y'all would have a lot to talk about. Like y'all would have great conversations. She's and apparently he me. was into politics as well. So I think she was th- seeing if that was a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Shout out to him um and his family that he obviously has uh next up, ready, Sheila
4: mm-hmm. Hello, ladies. My name is Tanju, and I just want to say that I enjoy listening to your podcast so much it definitely gives us all that we need that balance of um duality. I can't remember what the tagline is, and I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to address uh comments. In the Most recent episode, I'd Rather Be Hurt by the Truth. Um, Shanti, I want to say kudos to you for deciding to date yourself. I think that despite being in a relationship, despite being a parent, it's one of the most healthy things that you could do for yourself, especially as your kid gets older, your relationship changes. Like, who are you throughout that process? Are you still paying attention to the things that you love about yourself or your hobbies or, you know, just being sensitive to what you need as a person because life happens and the relationships could change in such drastic ways, you know, not just admirable um, splits or things of that nature. You know, life could get a little bit more serious than that where you have to spend the rest of your life without that person. And if you don't have a sense of self, I've seen it firsthand where, you know, people become more like a vegetable in a sense because now it's like, okay, well, what do I do? You know, who am I? What do I like? And having to find out those things um, in unfortunate circumstances won't feel the same, I feel like, versus what you're doing now by practicing, taking yourself out on a date. and. You know, showing yourself that you are valuable to you before you can be valuable to anyone else. So I want to say kudos to you for doing that. Um Continue doing that. And please let us know what you've been discovering about yourself in the episode going forward. And, Antoinette, I was on They Have the Ranges IG page, and I saw a post where Jasmine was talking about doing a jazz album And I was like, okay, so Anthony's going to be featured on this. So I'm just saying, and I made a comment, that's me. I'm Uh, just saying, it would uh, be
1: nice for you to hop
4: on, even if it's background vocals or something like that, because I know that that's your girl, and I know that you sing, and that you've been wanting to get back into that bag, or that you've been getting back into that space as well. And like, I'm just a fan of people doing all the things that make them great, you know, because that's why you are who you are, and all that. So nothing but love, peace, and positivity to you both. Uh, keep going on. Blessings. And uh, Shanti, I'm so happy that you got your page back and everything is good with the Sable Collective. Y'all just continue being great.
1: Peace and blessings. Oh, I That's receive so it all. Thank you for that encouragement.
0: That is so sweet. <laughs> Thank you, sis. But no, I will never sing anywhere near... Jasmine. I will album Jasmine. I know you. She will. already
1: know I'll bomb be in the album. <laughs> sing us, <some>, sing <laughs> us a jazz. <laughs> <dip>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up, Jasmine. Stop playing me. She keep trying to hide me. I don't like it. She keep trying. To hide. She do. Do you remember?
0: When you were singing Pick Up Your Feelings and they posted that on Embracing Black Culture. They that did time. you don't remember that when you were in the final thing know, and was you was like, it. Don't forget Uka. Do you remember when you were singing it? Yeah.
1: She, she says,
0: <laughs> Let me tell you something. Jazz. I'm her manager. Hit me up. We can make this happen, all right? <laughs> oh man. Thank you for that, sis. All right, y'all. Only a couple more left okay okay oh here's another one about being the other woman child
4: hi ladies um this is Liz um I'm responding to the latest episode um which is I'd rather be hurt by the truth um and I find myself really triggered I think for the first time like really listening to y'all um And I had to, like, listen back, like, three, four times, because sometimes your brain shuts out things that you don't want to (laughs) hear, only because I am super triggered by, like, cheating and, like, affairs and emotional affairs and all those type of things, Um, not because there's anything wrong with recognizing or realizing you have feelings for someone else. I just think it's the secrecy element of it, like you all were talking about, like, we'd want. we rather just know the truth, I think. And I don't believe that love can exist in secrecy. Um, I think love can only exist out loud. So if you are being loved in secrecy, it makes me question, is that love? Because I don't want to be loved in secret. Um, And so if the love is real, then it should be strong enough for you to be able to love out loud. And if that means hurting someone's feelings in the process, then, okay, at least you told them the truth, and to me, that validates, um, the probability that the relationship or the experience that you are trying to have is going to actually work because it was started in honesty. Um, but I think things that are started in lies and sneaking around and any level of secrecy, I don't think those are the situations that turn out positive because the standard for what is expected has kind of already been set, so um definitely super triggered this episode, I got some work to do um but i I really just don't think that you can be loved truly um in secrecy, and so if someone if you realize that you do love someone that has a partner, then they show it to you by ending the element of secrecy um and and choosing you. I don't think there should ever be a situation where you're not chosen. Anyways,
1: love y'all um, and bye. I'm confused as to why she's triggered though. Like uh, that, maybe triggered it's, something in her experience or just just made her upset. That's probably about, why. That's I okay. think that's what
0: she's saying.
1: I'm sorry. I'm,
0: I don't think she's. Oh, somebody just called with a voice. <laughs> <name>. um, <sighs> I don't. I don't know.
1: Listen, I g- agree, but I've also been sitting with how much happens and is executed and is quote unquote successful that is built on rotten soil that is built on lies that is built on a lack of integrity and it's been really um, this is a whole other episode that we have to have but I'm I'm in my head a lot like sometimes people do really fucked up shit and they win quote unquote Mm. they get they make money they take i don't know i'm sorry i'm triggered and this doesn't have anything to do with necessarily what she's talking about with that but i just i don't it sounds good but i don't know if that is the law, and maybe it is, and when I say law, I mean like a spiritual law, right? Like, because I do believe in a spiritual law. I do believe that there is something that governs us materially and spiritually that we cannot transcend, but niggas be winning out here. People be winning, doing very ruthless and heinous things. They get their cake and eat it too. Maybe they can't rest their head down at night. Maybe... I don't know. I don't know. I-, I agree with you, girl. But I'm also like, I don't understand how these hoes be winning, like Jasmine says. Niggas be winning, doing awful are stuff. Are they
0: winning? I just saw a clip of Joseph Buttons talking about
1: Joseph how, Buttons?
0: Yeah, talking about how he all basically throwing shade at other rappers who are trying to become podcasters and failing. And he was like, I love to see it. I love it. I love watching him fail at this shit. And Some I thought to myself, ruthless, "But listen, but I thought to myself, he, he might have a hit podcast, but he's fucking miserable. Is he? Yes. Is he? It is. Uh, it is evident in that in that clip that that poor Would man people be doing the right is, thing and be is, miserable. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I really don't. I, I just really feel like. Anyway, this is another episode, but I really feel that we have to first define I hope what, what winning is. Yeah, I, I because I, I would never want to have that. what Joseph Button has. If it met, that was my heart, and that was how I occupied my time by, yeah, by feeling happy that other people are losing, quote unquote. Yeah, like you're miserable as fuck, bro. I, I feel sorry for you. I pity you. Like you can have your hit show. You can have your money. And you still, like that's projection. You still hate yourself at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe we should create an episode about this because I'm watching The Last of Us. Have you heard of The Last of Us?
0: Yes, I didn't start it yet.
1: There's something about when the decay of society and norms happen and how humans act in the name of survival, in the name of uh, just, just adapting the way that they need to adapt that doesn't always fit into like kind, caring. I don't know. We're going to get back to that. I have to create my thesis around it. But girl, I do agree with you. I do agree with you.
0: When she said love can't exist in secrecy, I said,
1: but can't? But what if it can't what if it can't? Roll me on Juliet. Like I, I, these black and white things, it doesn't make sense to me. I, you're, think, you're, what?
0: I think that's a, di- I think what she's saying, maybe it's not maybe it's like the kind of secrecy that she's talking about is a secrecy where you are actively lying around what things are and um
1: yeah, no homeboy, homeboy, but I don't want to say that he doesn't love. Her. I, I I feel like it's a really
0: he might care for her. Bell Hooks would not say that's love.
1: Bell Hooks would not say that's love.
0: <laughs> and when you bring up Bell Hooks, that's it. Okay? If Bell Hooks don't say it's love, it ain't love. What does mm. it mean when you're trying to convince somebody, what are you when you're misleading them, what are you doing? Why is that manipulating,
1: word manipulating, coercion? No falsified documents
0: what when i'm 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 basically actively trying to i am damn i'm gonna figure it out it's on the tip of my tongue i'm
1: a liar a cheater a deceiver (laughs) heartbreaker and i won't let you back jazz i can sing that too i can get soulful too jazz did you hear the vibrato girl Cause I'm breaking. All, right.
0: all right. All right. All right. We're losing shot this two more. And I think this is your friend calling from two different numbers. I don't know. Two Khadijah's called. They have very different energies on. So I just want to show the duality. I want to end with duality. <laughs> Cause sis went in.
5: Hey y'all. My name is Khadijah. And I want to talk about the ways in which offering feedback is a skill. This is mostly directed towards the audience of the, around the way curls podcast. Y'all, I want you to really consider, before you offer someone feedback, you should ask yourself two questions. One, what is the value or utility of the feedback that I'm offering? Two, what is the potential impact of my words? Shocking Internet show up weekly and emphasize that by nature of their humanity, they are inherently fallible. And so are the rest of us, frankly. Name one person on this earth that doesn't have flaws. So I would imagine that this acknowledgement of an inherently flawed existence gives us all grace. However, I think y'all are conflating correction with criticism. Mm. Just because Shanti and Internet are open to feedback doesn't mean that we have license to recklessly critique them. And so for those of you who are being harsh in your approach, I challenge you to explore why. Why do you feel compelled to critique someone harshly? Do you talk to yourself this way? Was that the precedent set for you when you were growing up? Were you the object of harsh critique? Do you have your own healing and inner work to do? My guess is yes. If I had to hypothesize, I think a lot of y'all have your own healing and inner work to do, and it shows up in the way that you treat and talk to other people. So, yeah, this is a key read. Um, but, yes, yeah, and that I empathize with you as someone who also is a little sensitive and had to learn what are the ways in which I can accept feedback and also release it because it doesn't actually apply to me and it says more about the other person than it does about me. So yeah, I would implore you to not carry all of that baggage because some of that baggage is not even yours. Anyways, peace out. Listen. Articulate? Eloquent?
0: (laughs) That applied to me though because when she asked those questions, I thought, wow, these... when I'm being judgmental of people and I'm doing the exact behavior that upsets me, these are all questions I need to ask myself. Can I don't know. That held up a mirror to me, baby. It's I said It's all Ooh. a mirror.
1: We all are we all are one oh. being. It's what all of us. Say? We all just one being having a same human experience. experience. She all said of us. What she said it's she not crit- what'd she say? <laughs> she said <laughs> you're you- confusing correction with criticism. That's a show. So I'm going to (laughs) say (laughs) JoJo.
0: When she starts. when she's like, I don't like this. Excuse me. No, she said, um, when she said, is that the way that, did you grow up hearing harsh critique? Did you ask, when she was asking those questions, I said, yes, yes, I did. I did. I did. Ah, like all of that really resonated. So girl, Antoinette, reel it in, honey. Um, I don't know if this is the same person. You said that you had a friend named Khadijah. We have a friend. She is a listener. We have a friend. But you know her personally, right? I is definitely my friend after I heard this. <laughs> let me tell you
1: something. You want
0: to I don't want to kill the vibe, K-Dot. K-Dot. Bring it in. Something. This is about to be my voicemail. <laughs> Just wait for it. Wait till you see how this shit escalates. Okay? All right. Ready? For real. Oh, God.
4: This is me again, back with part two. Oh, Um, that's
1: the same girl.
0: I listened
4: to, I'm about a minute, about probably seven or eight minutes into today's episode. It's February 13th. (sighs) And I am very, very fucking proud of the work you're doing not only on, on before yourself. I see your growth. And this podcast is quite literally live evidence of your evolution as a human being trying to make a way in this world. And Hallelujah. I just want you to know I I see you, and I'm immensely proud of the shifts you've been making for yourself. It upset me greatly to listen to some of the things you endured while getting on this platform, this very free platform, and showing yourself to us. You don't have to do that, and it's not easy. People don't know how, easy, how, how hard it is to
5: show up without performing, to show up as your full fucking self, and Antoinette fucking does it with her whole ass every week. <sighs> that is a privilege.
4: Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Nobody fucking knows, and for you to get up and try to chastise somebody who is merely just trying to be positive and pass along a message is disgusting. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself, and that will lead me to my next and last point. Now, I don't know how many times I got a call to tell some of y'all to watch your fucking mouth and speak <laughs> speaking been... on these two, but here I am once again having to repeat myself. It's upsetting <gasps> me and my homegirls and I and both me and my homegirls. I've said this once and I will say it loud enough again for the stragglers in the back. If you do not like it, do not listen. Contrary to popular belief, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you have to share it. And I would implore you to look up the difference between constructive criticism and merely letting hot air out your face. Now, if you're looking for a quote-unquote polished performative perfection, then please feel free to take your useless, inauthentic ears somewhere else. This podcast is a real-ass space for real niggas in search of authenticity, a greater sense of self, tangible tools to navigate this life, laughter, and above all, real-ass joy. With all the disrespect I can garner, I just ask that you politely shut your fucking mouth when speaking of real niggas,
3: real human (laughs) beings doing real things.
5: Yo. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Or you can come see me about
4: it. That's all. Love y'all. You're doing a great
1: job. <laughs> <laughs> wait Listen, a minute, Khadija. Khadija girl,
0: Khadija. thank you. But wait, I wasn't ready. I played that. Not. I don't want. Uh, wait, I played that minutes. I aspire to be able to read people in such a way that was a masterclass. And reading the fuck out of people. I don't know if they needed to be read like that now, Khadijah, now. But I'm going to say this. That's the energy I want. These people that's ain't the even I begin want.
1: to give us harsh credit- critical. Not yet. That hasn't even happened yet but in let the me way tell y'all you responded. If that... you do, this will be saved.
0: And I will play it every week. <laughs> Chow. Khadijah. Think the, I think we should cut it up and just have little <laughs> little snippets. Do you think that we could give her somebody... I just say, can we keep this part? Can we polish it up a little bit? Can we just insert blowing air out your face? <laughs> that was, listen, I play that because everybody needs a laugh. And that made me laugh, Khadijah. That was funny. I I don't think I, we've ever met. And I appreciate that so much. I'm trying to, Shanti, that's the energy you have met,
1: You have met Khadijah. I'm so sorry. You will be disappointed with me for. Internet, I'm sorry, and Why? that's me being because that's never... not the energy that uh, that's for the something energy like I want that. With... For no, something no, no, like I'm that. saying if,
0: if anybody ever like steps to me on some shit, that's the energy, okay? Yes,
1: but not the people did it. It's the level of stepping. I don't know if that. I don't. I, I just levels to the disrespect <laughs> that recall for that. And again, these people yeah. have yet they ain't call us bitch. They they ain't come out of our names yet. When and if that were to ever happen, listen. We are not sharing voicemails or sharing comments anymore. Because <laughs> this, <laughs> listen, it got tricky.
0: You, I don't know if we should play that. Is that just a Patreon exclusive? I think are that's we a play really? exclusive. Really? How are we going to end the episode then? Monty, you let us know what you think. <laughs> Kim, listen. All right, y'all. Listen, we just played a voicemail. I think it just, or if you just Shanti switch it around. To play it.
1: I think if you switch it around, I think it should end on the what the first the other girl has said why keep
0: that energy shanti keep the energy shanti keep what energy? shanti doesn't want to end with the voicemail that i played where this girls cursing everybody out and i love it i love it and i it's think it's hilarious i don't know, know if it, was, it
1: shows us it shows the difference <laughs> duality is a thing I, duality is a thing
0: I also don't know if those were the same people or if no, both of their it names were Khadijah. Okay. No, that's just so God
1: you, God showing interesting dynamics. Do I Khadijah, either, you... <laughs> both Khadijah. She might really... Because she text texted me and was like, tell internet that I left a message. And I was like, okay. <laughs> 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 and she did. Listen, I, I get know. the energy. I just, from hearing what the... Co- I guess it's cumulative. You haven't heard it's the It's cumulative.
0: That's the point. That's it's why you cumulative. like. It's not a big deal. You not in my inbox. No, I don't. I haven't heard getting.
1: anybody say you saying crazy, like crazy shit, like off the wall. Like what the who the fuck you talking to? I'll. I feel like a lot of people have come misinformed, critiquing maybe harshly, but with. We're liking the show and liking us and being like, "I like you guys. I want y'all to do this thing," insinuating that maybe we should do a performance. You guys are being combative because we're feeling uncomfortable. What should be addressed, but gonna attack? <laughs> Homegirl should be physically hit for that. Who I don't said know. anything about hitting her? Well, don't escalate energy, it. The energy that ain't what Khadija uh, said. The, here we go being combative about being about combat i don't know i i'm not being combative I that get it. ain't what she said all right she said come see about me it was that to was to talk <laughs> 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 all right y'all <laughs> khadijah both of you khadijahs you're a real one and i know and that's the thing i think most of the critiques are coming from a place of love except for the hating ass they about, aren't though The they one are not one. All. The you have I heard.
0: not heard all of them, and you have not seen all of them in my inbox because I don't send them to you. Mm. Well, That's you what should. I'm trying to tell you. you should. Okay. Because I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Wow. People say fucked up stuff about me in comparison to you. I'm telling you that, and you're oh. not hearing that. You're not hearing that. About they say that. really nice things to me. The, the, the critique I, that the, the shit that I get the most is on this pod, oddly enough. The seated thing is people couldn't love me more. They, they so nice. And then the can't afford therapy people, they're nice as well. But this
1: pod in particular,
0: I don't know. It's tricky. Well, they, then keep they it. either really keep like it. me or they don't.
1: <laughs> or they don't. Well, I don't you I wish you would send it. From what I under what I see and from what I've heard and comments. I feel like people love you and care about. They us do and care about the, our the friendship. majority, yes. But there, the there's a that
0: handful that are okay. wrong, good and well. They could need to just be gonna possibly f-
1: curse y'all out, and then maybe they'll never listen again because they're like, "Whoa, listen, whoa." I I
0: played, played that because I I, I I played that because I th- I think that energy is hilarious, and I also played that because my ass. That is the energy that I want to know exists within my friends. It's like when that... I'm not going to say her name. When that one girl came for me on on social media <laughs> that we know. And I didn't even know it was going on. And before I got on there, Jasmine, Amanda, Tina are all getting, <sighs> getting with her. I had no clue. I was like, why is, am I getting all these notifications? And they tearing her ass up. That's the energy. It's like, I don't even... I I, it's something about the, the the. I don't. Maybe that's a Libra thing. I don't know, but it's something about feeling protected in that way, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like e- if I before you even try it, understand what you're going to be. Re- mm-hmm. That's the energy I give too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that. What did Rashi call it? That you on the you on what a whooping list ass?
1: Is that? Uh, whooping ass. Something with a whooping ass team.
0: Yeah, like that's that's the whooping ass team. That's the like okay. Vaseline, let's go. Hair back. We ready. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong for that. Maybe it should be. It's not a light.
1: critique of who's right or wrong. it's I guess it's just different um motivations for anger. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I, I feel like this. of the two khadijahs I would be more like the other Khadijah. You would be more like the other Khadijah.
0: You did not just express which Khadija because you <laughs> the said the other Khadija. and the I'm other
1: like the Khadijah. first Khadija, you're like the second Khadija. Both I know. of them are offering Both I of know. them are, are are saying the same thing of like, Why are you doing that? If just, you keep doing it, I'm gonna fuck you up. The other girl's like, Why are you doing that? You need to like sit down and, and figure out that it's not about Antoinette. it's about you. I don't know.
0: Heard you just showing the duality of this podcast baby (laughs) apologies because what y'all need to know is that if you ever say something mean about shanti that second khadijah coming out i don't give a fuck why you're doing it okay that ain't my business that's for you to work out but i'm gonna tell you why you're gonna stop all right y'all be blessed (laughs) have a great evening (laughs) shout out to the The listeners, thank you for calling.
1: Shout out to the double Khadijahs. Shout out to all the Khadijahs of the world. (laughs) If you would like to leave us a voicemail, (laughs) please call us
0: (laughs) at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. And we will be back next week with more Duality from Around the Way curls. Amen. We out.
3: You have just heard an Around the Way Curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Curls. We out early! <laughs> Very
0: good.